Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees. A multicultural mess and secular scam. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today and I really hope you're having a great time wherever you are. Thank you for your patience, your support, and I'm really glad you're here. Well, today we're going to talk about something uh, that has been um, a burning issue for me. But it's been an issue for me for a very, very long time, de- generation, decades, okay? And um, the, the topic is the Karnataka chief minister, who is a Marxist um, congress um, man, uh, announces a, a, a slew of programs for minorities in their budget 2324 um, and when i say minorities officially it's oh my god jane muslim sikhs christians blah 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 in reality it's only for their vote banks who they have cornered with appeasement politics especially the abrahamic groups okay so just to give you a, a little hint, um, a background on this. Uh, on July the 7th, the Karnataka chief minister, Siddharamaya, on Friday announced the establishment of a Christian development cooperation in the state and development of pilgrim centers for Jains, Muslim Sikhs communities. Okay, Christian Development Cooperation. What is it going to do for the Christian... What is Christian Development Cooperation going to do? What is it going to do to you? Is it going to change your economics? Is it going to change your your mentality? It's going to improve you? It's going to... Except indoctrinate you with hate speech, but... Christian Development. Does Jesus need a Development Cooperation? Besides, the church is the second richest... Uh, landowner on in India. Why do they need the state to give them more money? Here, here, here's what it says. 360 crore will be allocated from the chief minister's special development program and minority colony development program. A grant of 25 crores will be provided for development of major pilgrim centers for Jain, while 25 crore for the Gurudwara in Bengaluru. Similarly, Gurudwaras in Mysore, Balari, Kalabugi, Burgi, Hubali would be developed at the cost of five crore um, and a host of other speech. Our government is committed to serving the upliftment of the minority communities in the state. Our priority is to provide education and employment opportunities for these communities. Now, let's start with why are these why are these groups isolated in the first place why do you have to be isolated just because you follow a faith it has nothing to do with me being uh being um um minority it has nothing to do with me being economically developed and non-developed on the contrary the christians are some of the most richest people in 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 karnataka even muslims are, are are rich they just don't pay taxes that's all they, some of the biggest, most richest Muslims in, in the country are in Karnataka. Uh, are they going to get anything too? Are the Christians who have so much of money, 
going to get anything to? The church who has so much of money, so much of land, the second largest or third largest landowner in Karnataka, uh, in India, are they going to get any more money? Because they could have their own development council. They don't need the government. Why should the government give them? Now, what about the development for those who are not on this so-called fabricated minority list? What about them? What about the Hindus who are, are you, the Hindus who voted for you, are you going to give anyone any money? Are you going to give anyone any, um, are you going to give anyone any, um, any development? Are you going to invest in education? What are you going to do? Why, why is it that someone who follows one label is more important than the other following the other label? Why? Compared to what the, the government, the current government, the, the prime minister says, sabka saat, sabka vikas. That means everyone, I'm with everyone, I'm with everyone's employment and, and upliftment together. Not just one group of people. That is what Hind is. Hindu, Hind, Hindutva is the currents that form all our waves. There is no difference in the waves. There is no difference in the water of the ocean. There is no difference. In, 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 in the ocean, the seas, the lakes, the water, that the energy field that makes us, there is no difference. We are all one. Why is that difference for development for one group or the other group? This is, this is not socialism. India is a socialist country. This is not socialism. Socialism is not dividing people into groups. Socialism is not dividing people into minorities and majority. But what is this minority majority? It is the caste system, my dear friend. The church, the church, specifically the Latin church, commenced this pyramidal um, uh, caste system, system called casta, where only European Christians, I repeat, only European Christians were at the top. These European Christians at the top uh, had the goal of eradicating everyone else at the bottom. Okay, that means anyone else, especially those who were darker skinned people who were um, not of the Christian faith, people who were not of um, uh, alliance with Christianity and their laws and their superior laws, um, were told to. Uh, were subjugated, were made second class and third class citizens. Among them, we have already spoken about, we had the, um, the second, generation, um, second generation Latin Christians of those who were, who were Christians, uh, descendant of, of Spanish and European Christians, but were born on um, South American soil. So they were not born in Spain or Iberia, but they were born in South American soil. Below them, were uh, the Mizitos, or should I say Mitis, which means uh, mixed race. Below them were the, the natives, and after them were the African slaves. So this, you will always be a third-class citizen in, in, their, in their community. And they will divide you into groups. That's what caste is. Divide you into group, and this is specifically what the church, um, the church in all its denominations, specifically Latin, um, 
um, specializes in dividing you into groups, us versus them, you're clean, I'm unclean, he's clean, this one's clean, he's heretic, you're not heretic. And only if you're of European descent, you will be um, on the top. You can never be on the top otherwise. If you're mixed race, you cannot be on the top. Now, it doesn't happen anymore in North America. Um, some groups may do it, but in, in North America, it's basically everyone is equal. Okay. There is no up and down. There's no high and low, but this is specific ancient Christianity, which is still practiced in India. Okay. And the fact it, it disgusts me to the core. I am, I am, um, seething in my, in my mind that this, this hate, this negativity, this disgust, this arrogance that is called Christianity still exists on Indian soil. And we have Marxists who are destroying the country by selling out this country to this gang of gongshu marauders. Islam does it too. If you are not with us, you're kufr, you're najat, you're mushrik, and we cannot uh, align with you, we cannot be with you. Uh, you're kufr, you're dirty, you're filthy, uh, you're an idolater, and you will always be second-class citizen, even if you convert, because the top are only the uh, ajlaf, that means those who are born or mixed with Arab descent. That means you have Arab descent, you're different, you're specific, you're better than. And if you're Indian born, you're dark skinned, you're Ajraf uh, or Ashraf, I think. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm changing it. So that, that itself is untouchability. Untouchability is you're different from me by the color of your skin. You're different from me from your um, your uh, cultural roots. You're different from me from uh, any other way of life. Uh, you don't follow my culture um, and you don't follow my authority. Okay, very important. My authority. If you don't support my authority and my supremacy, my uh, superiority, you are a second class citizen. You have to submit to me. And if you submit to me, then only you will come into my, my fall. But even then, you will not be um, as uh, egalitarian to me. This is basic Abrahamic colonization of your mind, which is called caste. And this is why they are still doing it. While Hindustan, Dharma, is about your cycles. It's about understanding your mechanics behind the energy field, your cycle, and that you're all the same energy field. Your form on the outside does not matter. It's your form. It is your energy on the inside. So you may be a Brahmin in one, one life on one journey because you have studied to be there, but your next generation doesn't have to be, uh, doesn't have to be a Brahmin. You're not, it, the lineage doesn't come through your, uh, your employment. Your lineage comes to your DNA. Whatever you do, whether you are a warrior, whether you are an engineer, whether you are a theologian, whether you're a mathematician, it still happens still today. And that's why, that's why they are so scared that the lie that they have been told um, is now coming out in the open and they can see it uh, lock, stock and barrel. The whole world can see it, the whole country can see it. But in order to camouflage their lie, they are buying out politicians to give only these 
so-called fabricated minorities, isolate them, give them special money, special goods, and to make sure that Hindus do not rise up um, and they can play the divide and rule forever and ever and ever. Um, let me explain to you this in another way. Uh, when I was young, okay, I was born into a Roman Catholic home and we were told brainwash, brainwash, brainwash that we're going to heaven, the Hindus are uh, caste, the Hindus are uh, got thousands of gods. We were indoctrinated to hate our own religion, our own ancestors. We were indoctrinated, abused, beaten, forced to kneel, uh, in, indoctrinated to, to, to break our spirit, break our energy, fear, always be on the back foot, never go on the front foot, never get off the plantation, never be independent, always be dependent on this filthy pedophile class of, of orthodoxy called the priest. Um, and we, I went to a Christian school, okay? Uh, now, in this Christian school, there were children from all over, uh, different groups, different, and everyone was treated equally, okay, everyone was treated equally, there was no up, there was no down, there was no up, but in this Christian school, the bulk of the children, um, the bulk of the children who, um, who, who were on the top of the class, that means the first 15 uh, children who came first, uh, in the, on the first 15 among the, the Acad uh, academics were always non-Christians. Very few you would find who were Christians. Now the Christians in the school were majority. The non-Christians, including Muslims, Sikhs, Hindus, were uh, all um, were um, what can I say? Um, they were the minority, but yet they did better than the Christians. Then I would always ask myself. I would always ask myself. Why is that? I'm, uh, God is sending me to heaven. God is, is, is uh, telling me that I'm better, we are better than. Uh, the person next to me is, is, doesn't believe in God, doesn't believe in Jesus Christ, but, uh, but he's the one who's still doing good in class. And we would say, oh, you're not studying well. So Jesus is punishing you. But Jesus is punishing you, then why, why do I have to pray to him? Oh, because you've not done very well, so it's always Jesus, Jesus. You must do well, then Jesus will help you. On that side, they're not believing in Jesus, but they're still doing well. So I have to believe in Jesus to do well, and Jesus is punishing me, but they don't believe in Jesus. How can they do well in the first place? They should not be doing well at all. So this questions always stayed in our mind, and we question, and we question, and we question. At one, at one point, we realized that this is a scam. This believing in this, believing in that, and only then you will go to heaven is a scam. It's an absolute bloody scam. Okay, no one's going to give you any good marks. No one's going to make you better. No one's going to take you to heaven. It's a scam to keep you colonized and keep you on that plantation so that you never get out of it and you will never do well. And when we don't do well, First thing they'll tell you, oh, because we're Catholics, the Hindus don't like us. This is the standard doctrine, standard doctrine that they will tell you. Ask any Catholic, oh, why are you not ahead? Oh, because we're Catholics, you know, the Hindus don't like us. They'll only give Hindu priority. That is a lie that the church sells you to camouflage the fact that they are running a scam. They are not running a real um, they're not running a real um, religion. 
Okay, they are not running a real faith. They are running a scam. And, and Islam is doing the same thing. Okay, for that matter, no one can, um, you know, while we're on the topic, no one can tell you believe in this and you're going to heaven. No one can tell you good, believe in this and you're going to get good marks. It's your hard work. It's always your hard work. Whatever your label, if you work hard, if you invest in positive, the, the fruits of the actions will come automatically. You, it doesn't matter where you are. If someone who's brilliant, someone who works hard, someone who produces the results will always attract opportunity because you are taking your responsibility and you will get equal opportunity. But the priest who cannot and the church who who has who cannot even answer for the fact that even in Christian schools, Christians don't come first in class, uh, even though they believe in this Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Um, they're running a scam and they have no answers. Now, everywhere in the world, you have Hindus doing well. You have top CEOs of every group, every group. Okay, all the CEOs are Indians. CEOs are Indians. And they are Hindus. The bulk of them are Hindus. The bulk. Why? Because when the Hindu goes home after school, he is given the knowledge of his dharma. Dharma is not about belief. Dharma is about hard work. Dharma is about investing in your action and not asking for the fruit of the action. Dharma is about taking your responsibility, offloading the baggage, making every junction into an intellectual laboratory. Dharma is, dharma is about being better... Um, uh, understanding your creation, your part of creation, you will go up and you will go down. There is no heaven or hell. You're going to, the sun's going to rise for the sun to set. The sun has to set for the sun to rise. We're cyclic and that cycle will happen. You will go to the bottom of the barrel, but you have to transition. And that is so important. Very, very, very important. But they cannot tell you that. So they tell you, oh, it's because we're Hindu, we're Christians, we're Catholics. Oh, all the Hindus treat us as minorities, we're, major, we're marginalized. Look, look at the, look, look at all the CEOs in the world. Okay, they are it, it, part of big companies all over the world. Okay, now over there, those companies are not controlled by Christ, by Hindus. Why are they doing better than everyone else? Why are not Christians doing better than everyone else? Why are Hindu? If 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 really the Hindus are the problem in India, these Hindus go outside the world and they are still doing well. It's not so. It's not the fault of the Hindus. Why are big companies in America, in Europe, giving their CEO positions to Hindus? Because the Hindus have got brains. They use their brains. They develop their brains that we all have. There is no distinction between the species of life. Uh, and then the capacity to use their intellect. We are all given intellect, but we are kept behind. We're kept as slaves and dependent on these orthodoxies, these relics of colonial empires. And as a result of which, we don't go anywhere. And we're always blaming. So uh, on the outside, in the in, sorry, in the inside, they brainwash you, they abuse you, they put you on fear, they always keep you on the back foot. So you, 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 you are always questioning, oh my God, will I, should I, don't I, can I, can't I? You're always questioning yourself. You don't go forward. You don't invest um, 
in empowerment. You don't take your action with free-flowing metaphysical energy. You're always uh, self-criticizing uh, yourself. You're always... Um, you're, you're never releasing your energy to your full potential because you're always scared. That, sca that fear-mongering keeps you back, uh, doesn't let you think uh, think aloud, doesn't let you think in a positive manner. And the moment you have a negative reaction, the moment you have negativity, you're filled with negativity, uh, your, your outcome will always be bad. Because if you go into a situation with a negative outlook, you will never enjoy something and you will never have a neg uh, uh, positive outcome. Because your, neg your negative outlook, your brainwash, your a mindset, your, your uh, foundation is negative, your, your currents will found form negative waves and you will meet with negativity, you will meet with insult and you will meet with anger and, and, and aggression because the anger and aggression is inside you. It's been indoctrinated in your, in your mindset and this is what Abrahamic groups do to you. They always divide you, isolate you, indoctrinate you and say, oh, no, 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 the other person's bad. Look, they're not doing something for us. Why should someone do something with you when you're indoctrinating your own people for negative reactions, to, to fear, to, to, um, to aggress, to, to believe in garbage, to believe that someone else is bad, to believe that your neighbor is wrong, to believe that everyone around you is, is wrong and you're the only victim, you're the right person and only you're going to God, but yet everyone else is doing right Everyone else is going forward and you're back behind because they keep you doubting your own self that you don't even have confidence in your own self to go forward. And this is what um, Christian groups do. That's why even in India, Christian groups, although they're most educated, they have money, but they're not always on the top, not because we're kept, not because Hindus keep us behind. Because when I was young, we were given every opportunity, even till today we were given opportunities. Minorities are given more opportunities today than even regular Hindus. But we're still behind. Why? Because these feudal empires, the relics of these empires, pretending to be religions, which they are not. They're absolutely not religions. They're relics of feudal empires. They are the ones keeping us behind so that we be their generational vote bank through lineage. That lineage is called caste. Um, and investing in this, investing in this um, for the last 60 years and 70 years for whichever other part um, has left this country as a poor country, country of poverty um, um, and, and, and disbelief when we had a civilization that was unbelievably high up there, uh, you know, the beauty of the world. But we have come down because of Abrahamic colonization of our mind. Everywhere Abraham goes, there's violence, there's negativity, there's drugs, there's terror, there's violence. This is the Abrahamic colonization of your mind. And if you talk about it, there's hate speech, but the hate speech that they indoctrinate you with, they will not talk about. They will, they will on the contrary, oh, we are marginalized. If you've got God, the best God, the super God, the egalitarian God, why do you need to be, how come you're marginalized? Oh, well, it's the Hindus. Your God can't get the Hindus not to marginalize you. They have to create a divide and rule. Is that what it is? 
Did God, does God is so, is so important, impo- import, important that he cannot even get the Hindus to be, um, to, to give you equal rights that they have marginalized you, they have caused you problems, they, they, they are, you're so poor that the, the Hindus who apparently are going to hell are so strong that you've, you've got a problem, that you're marginalized. But what's the use of God? I'm not going to pray in you if you keep me marginalized. I mean, if the Hindus are getting all, all the good jobs, the good votes, the good, uh, the good wives, the, the good empowerment, why am I with you in the first place? Oh, well, we're going to heaven. Why are we going to heaven if you can't? You, how do you want me to believe that you're taking me to heaven when I'm marginalized in this life? Oh, because this is just a test. Oh, he's testing me with what? Marginalization? With backwardness? With poverty? So that I can go to hell? And then all he has to do is indoctrinate me to hate my own ancestors. That's his way to take me to hell. While the church remains with the second largest landowner in the country. That's, that's, that's not taking you to hell. The pedophile priests are not taking you to hell. But this is what is going on in our so-called fabricated marginalized communities. Now, having said that, this is what the Congress and the dot, dot, dot gang has invested in all these years, for 60 years on the center and, and the, in 15 years in states across the country, they have invested in us versus them divide and rule. The selling you a fake narrative of, oh, we are marginalized, we are minorities, we're egalitarian and the Hindus are bad. Oh, the Hindus are this, the Hindus are getting us to hate and degrade our own ancestors instead of cleaning the, the situation, we're cleaning. Okay, well, <clears throat> how did the situation come to this point? What was the history that came to us? What, how did we come down if we were so great a civilization? How did we come down? Can we decode the situation? Can we understand the currents that form the waves? Can we heal? No, they divided us even more. This is what the Congress did for us. And at a time when they controlled the media and the academia, we were not allowed to talk. They invested in this divide and rule. This narcissism of only giving, oh, only the Christians, or only giving the Muslims. Why don't you give everyone else? You will have egalitarianism. You will be equal. You will have social justice. But that's exactly what you, you had the power in your hand. You had the economics in your hand. You had the, you had the, uh, you had the uh, media and the academia. Why didn't you have this uh, egalitarianism? After all, if you give economics... If you empower economics, it heals every wound. At the end of the day, your God is not good enough. No God is going to help you. It's economics. When you have food in your stomach, you have less anxiety. And you can decode anything. You can have any conversation you want if you have food in your stomach. If you do not have food in your stomach, the smallest of issues becomes aggressive, becomes arrogant, becomes... um, anxiety and then it bubbles out of into violence because the problem is that at the end of the day your stomach your food your stomach needs to have food and it's the most important uh, problem and the biggest uh, solution to have that your people should have food you cannot have hunger hunger causes the biggest problem so if you invest in economics you will 
automatically roll in your 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 population explosion if you have economics you roll in your um your violence your anger your social injustice but they did not even invest in economics they had the the power in their hand now they're they're still on that they they haven't gone back to the drawing board and say how did we lose the economics how did we lose economic control of the country that we took it to bankruptcy in 1991 or 1992? We took it to bankruptcy almost two weeks. We had economic control of the country. Well, what do you expect? Now, to, in order to camouflage that, they, have, they are going on this rant of hate speech. Everyone's hate speech. Apparently, they, have, they, had, they had the control of this country. They lost control. They played the divide and rule. They played the us versus them, uh, Hindu versus Muslim. They played, oh, we are the marginalized card, the minority versus majority. They invented fascism. They invented a division. They blamed the British for everything. And they're now in, to cover up for their tracks instead of saying, this is what we did wrong. This is what we... This is the... Um, um, responsibility we take. How can we do it better? What did we do wrong? No, they're on a rant of hate speech, and 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 they indoctrinate the youth of the country to say, "Oh, look, they are investing. Oh, they are they're fascists. They hate. They, they oh Hindu Hindutva Hindutva this Hindutva that Hindutva. What is Hindutva? No one even knows. Hind is the land." Everyone is a Hindu because you come from Hind. Jai Hind is for everyone. Hind is the water. The word comes from sin means water. The waters that form up form who you are. The currents that form the waves. What are the currents that form the waves? I mean, you talked about the British for so long that they were so bad. Okay, now talk about you. It's your turn to talk about you. But they invest in divide and rule and slamming and shaming everyone with hate speech. So recently I have seen podcasts on you on and YouTube videos start shaming the government with their economic policies. Now, these podcasts and these YouTube videos do not say they're left, right, but you can see them shaming the government, okay? You can see all their videos start with, oh, yes, the government, this government, that. They don't take the government's name. Obviously, they're against the BJP, but they will not give you context and they will go and say, oh, the government's not doing that. The government is corrupt. Who's the government? The BJP. How, so how did you come to the point where you're talking about the BJP is wrong? So I give you an example. There's one video that I saw uh, saying, oh, the BJP investment in infrastructure is behind, uh, is behind China. Uh, it's all propaganda. Is the, is the government using the propaganda of infrastructure investment as propaganda only for the elections? You must question them at the, vote, uh, at the voting table. Translation. Uh, the, the, the translation. The government is lying. The government's corrupt. They're not doing what they're saying. And um, China is better. So this is a rant. This is a new rant that's come out. I shouldn't say new because all Christian groups, I, give, I guarantee you, uh, have invested in, oh, China is better. You come to my family and the same thing. China is better. China is better. They, they have no idea what China is. China is, is, is not aligned 
their Christians to do to proselytize in China. But that's okay. But China is better. But over here, the Christians have control of everything. They can proselytize how much they want in India. Oh, but no, no, no. It's not good. It's not good. The Hindus are bad. Well, Hindus are giving you a chance to proselytize, but the Chinese are not. Do you want to go and live in a Chinese state? Oh, of course not. We're Indians. We're proud of us. But you know, the Hindus are bad. The Hindus are caste. Hindus are this. This is exactly how stupid and disgusting they are. Um, they're lost in their own garbage, in their own filth, in their own slime. That is, that is the foundation of the Abrahamic colonization of their mind with these Abrahamic groups. Uh, and then they, then they point fingers at others and say, hey, well, let me explain to you. Uh, so I've seen these videos on YouTube and these videos are talking about one thing only. Um, or how the government is investing, uh, who's investing in infra projects, especially with rail, uh, rail connectivity, logistics. But we are behind China. We are, China recently just came up with um, a fast, uh, uh, fast train, uh, high speed rail for uh, freight. That means only dedicated to freight. And why India is still behind, India is not doing this, India is not doing that, the government has invested and it's a lot better, but we're still behind and you should take this to the ballot and question the government to the ballot translation. Do not vote for the BJP. Vote, vote, vote for this socialist government who, who mirrors, um, who supposedly aligns with, with, the, with the Chinese uh, ally with them, vote for them, and they're called things. They're called um, schools of thought, or they do videos on 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 YouTube, and they do videos here and there, and everyone subscribes to them. What they don't tell you is a context. Is a context how this has come into position. Everyone thinks ah, it's okay to blame the Hindus because that's exactly what we've been doing for seventy five years, and 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 which however long you've been colonized, uh, had 400, 500,000, depends who's colonized you, which idiotic group has, has colonized you and become their slave. Uh, the, here's the context. For 75 years, the socialist, pandering, Marxist, communist governments in this country have invested in divide and rule. They branded India as a socialist country, but India is not a socialist country. They have pandered to divide and rule. The same divide and rule that I was talking about. This invested in, oh, we're investing in marginalized communities. Instead of investing in economics for all, they've invested in, oh, vote bank politics. They've invested in appeasement politics. Oh, we're going to invest only for Christians. We're going to invest only for Muslims. But yet these communities are backwards. After 75 years of investing in them, if you're still marginalized, the problem is you. Your God is fake. You're still a relic of an empire. But this is what the government has done for the last 60 of the 75 years. They have not invested in economics for all. They've invested in pandering to their uh, voting base. And because of that, you've not had any investment in uh, national economics, national logistics, national programs. Their programs are as fake as ever. Their programs are as corrupt as ever. So now you come to a scenario in, in 2014 where the, government, where the country has come 
is in a free fall. You've got a growing population. 4% of the country pays tax. 4%. Okay? The bulk of the country does not pay tax. And even your GST, whatever, they find a way to offload it. To write it off. They, they find a way not to pay. They are still using cash. And so as a result of which... You're, you don't even have the money. Now, you've got a huge population, 4% paying tax, and you expect to change everything that you have not done in 60 years. You have expect to do it in the last nine years and then blame the government in power for your transgressions. So um, China has invested in their economics globally, should I say, for the country, whether you like China or you don't like China, you have to give them credit. They've invested for all their people. They've invested in infra projects for the whole of the Chinese country. They've invested in infra projects um, for everyone, not just, oh, me, you, my, my voting base, his voting base. They've invested in everyone. So all these years they've invested. So now they've invested after investing in, in their country and in their people for the last 60 years or 70 years. They, they are at a t- place where they have the money, they have the human resources, and they have the intellectual capacity to invest in high-speed rail for freight. Okay, they have the intellectual capacity, but we have not gone to that level. We are not only uh, not paying our taxes, we are not investing in, uh, we have not invested in infrastructure, basic infrastructure. And you can't expect a country who has not invested in infrastructure, does not have the money to do it, but is going to, to, to now invest in three in high-speed freight train. It's not going to happen. You have to invest first in the basics. Get off your old-fashioned Stone Age uh, rail services, uh, infra projects uh, that are stalled with corruption and put in a basic system that is acceptable for everyone. Now, if you only invest here, well, at least do it for one group. Well, okay, so you have at least something we should have. So you invest in say, in high-speed rail, only for, say, from one, one quarter of the country, from Delhi, from the Delhi Freight Corridor to, say, Gujarat Freight Corridor. You only do that part. But the rest of the country, you put all your money into that, the rest of the country is suffering, and you're going to have divide and rule again. Oh, well, the government is, is pandering to the Gujaratis and not, and not giving us enough. They're already saying that. They're saying, oh, well, South India does not get enough of money as North India. So, this us versus them is going to go. So the government who has, is, is starting from zero with a, a 60-year-old um, uh, logistics uh, on your, in your 60 or 70, in some places, 100-year-old transport system, whether it's aviation, whether it's rail, whether it's, it's telecommunication, outdated system has to replace all of this with basic and more modern facilities that are equal for all not just appeasement for one group one region one this which the godforsaken marxist corrupt indian national congress has done and now the new dot dot gang is continuing that in states like karnataka which we just talked about they have invested in basic modernity for all 
once we get to that level, then we can invest. We get more money into the country. We get this brings back more dividends from the investment. We can take that and go to the next level. But we cannot take our, our country and go to investing in 350 350 kilometers an hour rail services for freight because that is so expensive. People say, oh, well, China's got it. Well, you know how much it costs to, do, to develop that. Where's the money coming from? We don't have the money because 4% are not playing. Are only 4% are paying their taxes. And 4% pay their taxes and the rest of the government, the rest of the country wants 100% of the services. You're not going to get 100% of modern equipment, modern services when 4% of the country are paying taxes and when you're pan- you have left the country in a doldrum with outdated Stone Age technology for the last 60 years, it's not going to change in the next 10 years. You have to go step by step. You can't go from step A to step Z. From step A, you go to step B. From step B, you go to step C. And we have to take that responsibility that we invested in backward politics. We invested in this divided rule, us versus them, minority versus majority. We let the country in the hands of corrupt Marxists and communists who played this marginalized victim mentality, fear-mongering hate uh, of a political agenda without investing in any infrastructure whatsoever. And now, when we don't have the services, we don't have the infrastructure, we we are not capable of matching other economies to the level that we should today, it's because of our transgressions. We have to take that responsibility. The more you invest in these political parties who go us versus them, minority versus majority, oh, we'll invest only in the Christians, we'll invest in the Muslims, we'll invest in the minority, we'll invest in the marginalized, you're never going to get anywhere. It's going to continue. So if your country comes down, if your investment is not at where you are, if you're investing in some backward Christian group who's lying to you, who's got money galore, but still tries to portray itself as some victim group instead of investing in infrastructure, you are going to continue in the same road to hell. And don't blame anyone else. Blame yourself. Um, and so, yes, my, my uh, podcast today is about telling you that what is happening in, in, in Karnataka is disgusting. You, I don't agree with it one single bit. As an ex-Christian myself, I am incensed at this discrimination that investment in people, in human resources, is based on your lineage of your colonial heritage that group, those groups who screwed up and who butchered our ancestors, pretending to be religions, pretending to be marginalized, when in reality they are as scam, bigger scam as you can ever get. Um, it is time to stop this. If you want to invest, remove the reno- uh, reservations and you invest in economics for everyone. You do not invest in economics only for one group or other groups. 
you invest in economics across the board and everyone who is on the back foot economically will automatically come up and the cycle will roll. Um, the currents will form the ways we will heal, we will move forward and, and with different strengths, different uh, frequencies, but we will move forward as a nation, not as group versus this group versus us versus them versus minority versus majority. And this is why I'm having this podcast to say that I'm ashamed of the Christian groups in India, the lying, scamming Christian groups. I'm also ashamed of the Indian National Congress that has pandered to this backward politics and to, to ever voted for them. But, you know, you learn from your mistakes and, and go from there. I don't vote anywhere anymore. Um, but you learn from your mistakes. And that is why uh, we're having this conversation. The sun has to set. That's a given, but the sun also will rise another day. And we can all do it one more time as long as we take our responsibility in order to create equal opportunity. Thank you very much for your time. You have yourself a great, great day.